everybody. Welcome to Counseling Moments with Pastor Kevin. The podcast that helps us connect the significant moments of our lives to Scripture. Something I want to address today is uh, how I think about and and put together pastoral prayers. I've been asked to think about this out loud and and to share uh, what I'm what I'm doing and what I'm thinking about and how I put together a prayer for the church on a, a Sunday morning. And one of the things we do at Hespler Baptist Church is, if you attend here, you remember, you know this, is we couple together the the scripture reading, the main scripture reading for the morning along with the pastoral prayer. And and so what I like to do with those two is I like to, the first thing I do before I begin preparing the prayer for the morning is I look through the entire order of service. I'm looking at the text that's being read uh, in the welcome and in the call to worship. I'm looking at any announcements that we're making, anything that's relevant uh, coming up as activities or events for the church. I'm looking at the at the songs that we're singing and the and the lyrics to those songs. I'm looking at the sermon text and I'm I'm looking at the main points that whoever is is preaching, usually Sean, is going to make that Sunday. And I'm looking at um, anything in particular that might be listed for the benediction. And so that that helps me get an idea of what the theme of the morning is, and and I think uh, what you'll notice if, if you're if you're paying attention to all the different elements of our services is we do tend to have uh, a theme that revolves mainly around the text that is being preached that morning, and so that also includes the the scripture reading text for that day, and so I read through that text. And my intention is then, in keeping with the theme, is I want to turn that text that I'm reading and, and pray according to that text. Whatever I'm praying for that morning, whatever I'm going to be uh, addressing with God, I want to follow the theme and incorporate, turn that scripture that we're reading into prayer. So that's my goal as I set out. And I read those things and I look at them and I'm, and then I focus in on the scripture text to be read that day. So, for example, uh, back on November 5th, the scripture text was Luke 22, 7 through 22, and the the scene is uh, the, the Feast of Unleavened Bread has come in the spring of the year, and Jesus is looking to send his disciples off to prepare for that, that Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Passover Supper, with his disciples, and and his disciples go off and they prepare it, and and then they go and they and they eat that meal together. And at that meal, at that last Passover meal that that Jesus is having with his disciples before he is betrayed and goes to the cross, he institutes the Lord's Supper, the bread and the cup that we continue to uh, use today to remember Christ and his death and his resurrection until he comes. He institutes that at this very last time that he is eating the Passover meal with his disciples. And so, and that ties in, of course, with our sermon text for that day, because what we're seeing is the institution of the Feast of Unleavened Bread for Israel as they have come out of Egypt. 
and and the Passover meal being instituted now as an annual feast that is going to happen every year for Israel from that time forward, and especially when they get into the promised land that God is giving to them. So as I as I consider that scripture, I want to pray in in that vein. And so I will pray things like I open the prayer with Father, we praise you for Jesus, our Passover lamb, and for our redemption by his blood. And so I'm I'm praying that because I'm I'm pulling that directly out of uh, the texts that we're looking at today. Jesus is the Passover lamb. He's the fulfillment of the Passover meal. And we're seeing that, and I, and I want to pray that. And so the names of God that I include in prayers are linked to the scripture that we're reading, but also then I am praying for people and for situations based on that name of God. And so Jesus, our Passover lamb and our redemption, that is, that's going to be the, the theme of, of, who, of, of God that I'm, that I'm tapping into as I'm praying for situations and people. Another thing uh, that I, I do in our prayers is I like to make sure there's always four elements. There's the element of praise the things that we're praising God for, and I lead with this. And so there's a, there's, if there's anything praiseworthy, I'm putting it in that section, and we're, we're praising God. And then I want to lament. I think there's always room to lament. In a, world, in a fallen world where we sin and we're surrounded by suffering, sin happens to us, we sin against others, and there is just all kinds of natural suffering, there is room to lament. And so, one of the things I've been asked to do as I prepare for our prayers is read the news. I'm, I'm not really a big news reader anymore, and I used to read the news more often, but I, I find it can be distracting to me. So, I have to, in, I intentionally go and look at the news of the world, what's going on in our world as I prepare, and, and where, are, where are places that I can pray, and usually... Um, when I'm praying for the world and the events that are taking place in the world, they fit under lament. There's just much reason to lament out there. And so I am praying prayers of lament. And, and so that's the second part of the prayer. The third part of the prayer is gratitude. Things that I want to thank God for. And, and so if there's something that I want to thank God for, then it, it gets included in the gratitude part of the prayer. And then the final part of the prayer are requests, the requests that I want to make on behalf of the church and our congregation for the congregation, from the congregation to God, those get included in the request portion. Now, where do all of these elements that go into these four categories of praise, lament, gratitude, and requests, where do they come from? Well, they come from our weekly prayer bulletins. Starting with Sundays, or starting with Monday's email, which talks about the texts and who's going to be preaching that Sunday, I start there. So I'm usually including a prayer for all the people who are ministering uh, by the word on a Sunday. I go to I go to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and and in those additional emails, there are praise items. There are 
uh, prayers for the ministries of our church. There are prayers for individuals, and there are uh, specific prayers for uh, a missionary that we support and have sent from our church. And so I am praying uh, for all of those. I am I am picking them out of our prayer journals that are being published uh, in various emails throughout the week, and I am making sure that they are in and mentioned in my prayer. And I try and mention people by name, and we can't always cover everybody. So by name, and so I also uh, pray for particular categories. I think about the categories of of suffering and situation that exists in our church, and I try and pray for people who are in those circumstances. So I pray for people in particular circumstances that I see reflected in our church. So there are, so that is where the prayers of praise and lament and gratitude and requests come from, and they're all being shaped by the sermon text that I'm reading. And then I always want to finish my prayers in Jesus' name. That's so important. Is it just a reminder that we come before the throne of grace by the blood of Christ? And and so we want to pray in Jesus' name intentionally. I always close. And and the other thing I'm thinking about when I'm I'm doing the pastoral prayer is I am praying for the people as an elder of this church. I am praying for the people of our church. I'm praying for our community. I'm praying for our missionaries. But I'm also praying on behalf of our church. I'm praying publicly with the church at a Sunday morning worship so that the church can pray with me. We are praying in one accord, which means we are all praying this together. And so we want to, we, I want to elevate the church in its ability to pray uh, by praying with them, leading the congregation in prayer, not just praying for them, but praying with them in one accord. We are offering these prayers up together as a church, and in that sense, I am only leading the congregation in our prayers, and I'm giving voice to our prayer, but we're all praying together. And so that's how I go about thinking about and constructing a Sunday morning pastoral prayer. So what are some of the takeaways that you you can take away who may not be preparing a pastoral prayer? I think one of the most important things is to think of the categories. Uh, I want to think about the categories. I want to think about how we pray and that we are we are praying uh, in prayers of praise, gratitude, lament, and requests. I want to make sure that we are we are talking to God about all aspects of our lives. The other thing I want to keep in mind is when we're praying is not only that we're that we're praying for people's hearts primarily. We are praying for circumstances, and that's not wrong. But we also want to pray for what's important to God. And the most important thing to God is that we are being transformed into the likeness of Jesus Christ, being brought up into maturity in Christ individually and corporately. So when I pray for people, I want to pray for people's hearts. So an example of that from Sunday is Mike Putt, one of our members, has gone off on a short-term trip with a with a small group of, of other members of our church. And when he arrived overseas, 
his luggage didn't arrive. And there were some very important things in that luggage that he needed, not not just clothes, but but important items that I, I don't want to mention uh, in a live podcast. But we prayed for Mike, and he, here's how I prayed. We pray for Mike Putt's luggage to arrive safely to him. That's the situation. I want him to have his luggage. That He wants his luggage. I want him to have his luggage. That would be a good thing for him to have his luggage. But in God's wisdom and in God's providence, it didn't arrive with him. So I'm praying for that. And then I continue in my prayer. You know what is important in those bags. I'm acknowledging that God in his wisdom knows what he's doing. He knows what's important in those bags. Uh, I don't have to tell him. He's not missing anything. God knows and God cares. So I'm acknowledging that God knows what's important in those bags. He knows what Mike needs. I go on with my prayer. We ask that you would supply all Mike needs, either with his luggage or without, that he would trust in you, the God who knows. So you see there at the end, I'm not just praying for Mike's situation anymore. I'm praying for Mike's heart. I know what it's like to arrive at an an important location and not have the important things that you brought with you in your luggage. I know what that's like, and I know the anxiety that that can cause and the angst and the, the extra time and energy it takes to try and recover your luggage. And our hearts are in turmoil in that moment, especially when some of these things are, are crucial. And so I'm praying for Mike's heart in that moment that he would trust the God who knows what he needs and that God would supply all that he needs, both spiritually and physically, with or without his luggage, because that is within the power of God to do. And we want to trust the wisdom of God and the knowledge of God and the love of God to do good for Mike, who is his child. So that's just an example of how I'm praying. And of course, uh, other examples of how I'm incorporating the text of Scripture in this prayer. So I I gave you one example as we uh, started out in in praise, Jesus, our Passover lamb. But I also... uh, include things in my prayer. We praise you for the tangible reminder of our redemption in Christ by the waters of baptism and the bread and cup from the Lord's table. Where do those come from? They come from three places in the theme of our service. They they first, they come from the fact that uh, Sean, Pastor Sean is going to be uh, making a point that God uh, reminds us of redemption. He orders everything about us. He orders us around uh, his purposes of redemption. And one of the ways he does this is he gives us reminders. And the Feast of Unleavened Bread is a reminder of God's salvation, bringing Israel out of Egypt. And the Lord's Supper, the bread and the cup are reminders of Jesus Christ's Uh, new covenant and his death and resurrection and his shed blood until he returns. And so, and also it was a, it was a Lord's Supper Sunday. It was the first Sunday of the month. And so we were actually going to partake in the Lord's Supper that Sunday. And so because of that, I tangibly praise God for these, these reminders of uh, the redemption of, of Christ in my prayer. I, that's just one other way that that I'm including uh, the theme of Scripture. He's our Passover lamb. He's our redemption. And so I'm praying to Jesus. I'm praying to the Father uh, 
who in his uh, triune persons is working to redeem us and drawing particular attention to the blood of Christ as uh, the as the uh, substance and the means of our redemption. And so, uh, so we we continue on and we and we pray these things. And we uh, and another place in lament is I I pray in Christ forgive our sins heal our diseases and redeem us from this body of death and renew a right spirit within us. Of course, this is the work of redemption in salvation and in sanctification uh, that God works for us in Christ. And so I am praying for that particularly, and 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 I. I tend to always pray for those things, but the the flavor and words that I use for those prayers, I want them to come out of the scriptures that we're reading. And so this is how we we turn what we're reading in scripture into prayer. It becomes the theme of our prayer. And we start looking at God through the lens that he's giving us in a particular text. So thank you very much for listening today and for walking through that with me. And I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions that people have. They want to approach me on a Sunday and, and ask me more about uh, uh, how I'm praying on a Sunday morning on a, in a pastoral prayer or how they can pray scripture. I'm, I'm happy to have those conversations. Thank you very much.